1: airing it out, Fubo Sports Network. We missed you guys last week. Hope you enjoyed your Christmas. And as you can see, um, I'm by myself. Mr. Orlando is a remote. And if you recall a couple of weeks ago, he did say when he wears his shades, he must have had a long weekend. So, Mr. Skandrick, how are you? you? Looks like you had a long weekend.
2: <laughs> I'm good as a Most people know I split my time between, uh, don't know, sorry, I split my time between Vegas and LA. You know, I am expecting a new addition to my family, and this was a big weekend for me. I've got a lot of things going on. But, how about them Cowboys?
1: How about them Cowboys?
2: Yeah, we didn't get to talk last week, remember? How about them Cowboys?
1: I mean, they beat a backup quarterback, good, kudos.
2: (laughs) What did the Eagles beat?
1: Well, the Eagles haven't beaten anything as of lately. We gonna get into that. I want to start with Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, this turnaround that they've had, and the Vikings—they—they they got to be the best worst team in the league.
2: But when when it was going, the ship was sinking. I t- I looked to you and I said, TJ, R E L A X, relax.
1: No, he don't got it no more. They're a running
2: team. Who he said got that? It. You, Aaron I didn't say it. he didn't have it anymore. They're a running team. I watched them. They still that.
1: are a running team. Are you Are you watching the game? They're, They're not team. winning because of Aaron Rodgers' arm. They're winning because of that run game and that defense. Listen, if
2: you take Aaron Rodgers off that
1: team, they
2: probably have one
1: win. Nah. Yes. Yes. Is he making some throws? Not yesterday. Uh, who did they play prior when he threw that? uh Dolphins. When they played the Dolphins, going to his left. Uh, this. Drops a dime to Mercedes Lewis. He made some throws versus the Dolphins that was remarkable. To to Mercedes Lewis, Christian Watson, he made some really, really good throws. Yesterday, against the Vikings, it was that defense and that run game. Aaron Rodgers didn't even throw for 200 yards, but they're playing team football, and and so I'll give them the credit.
2: You can't put that eight man in the box when you got 12 under the center.
1: No, in that's tough. No.
2: Yeah. yeah. And um, just look at the resurgence. Not the resurgence. Look at the, the insurgence, I'll say, of Christian Watson. Well, uh, Christian Watson was a guy who started off the season dropping a key touchdown pass in a, in a game that got away from them. You know, and they, they end up getting you know, embarrassed. And now I just look at them. You know, the confidence that Aaron's got in on, the confidence that he's playing with. And if you listen to anything coming out of Green Bay, it starts with 12. As long as we got 12. As long as we got 12. You wanted to write them off. Like, people wanted to write off Geno, but Aaron ain't right back, like Geno said. You know, I think Geno's been starting to write back. Lately.
1: But, but you, you got to admit, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks ever played. We're not going to discredit him, or I'm not going to discredit him, never have. But when you watch their games, it's the run game. It's the defense. They're not winning games through the air. Like, they're not saying, okay, Aaron Rodgers, win this game
2: for us. They're winning a different way. Uh, he's, he just makes the, the right throws at the right time. He gets him into the right place. Um, he controls the team. He's the leader of the team, clearly. Uh, as they go, he goes. Uh, look at you. Go back to Chicago. They were down, I think, between nine and ten points in the fourth quarter. You no, know, it was late in the fourth quarter. So I think it was about five or six minutes. They come back and win the game. They've been they they've been in playoff mode every week. Every week, their playoffs has already started.
1: They play the Detroit Lions this Sunday. Will they, make the, they making the playoffs?
2: Uh, the only way that I'm going to answer that question is if you give me a wager.
1: <laughs> Man, are they making the playoffs?
2: Wager. I see you posting all these. Uh, you launched the sports book in Ohio. <laughs> Shout out to the fan duel. But, uh, yeah, they're making the playoffs. So, you know, I would like to put a wager on the line, you know. This, our wagering we're almost even on our wagering. You know, to all our fans and followers, we're down to five hundred dollars. TJ's up, and we have two thousand riding on the Seahawks to make the playoffs. And that's the
1: thing, man.
2: No, 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 no. Hold on. We always get TJ. TJ, he's a shady better, man. We got even the fans don't. Wow, know he's a shady I'm a fair better.
1: Wow. I'm fair. Just for people listening,
2: he offered me a bet for the Cowboys. Game. Cowboys, Cow-
1: Eagles, right? And... In- Early in the season, if Dak's not playing, we not betting. That's what you told me. So then, Jalen Hurts isn't playing, you still want the bet.
2: Make that make sense. Let me tell our fans how much of a shady better you are. You didn't want the bet, but then mid-game, when they was up by 10 points, you offered the bet again, and we took
1: it. You lost. No, 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 no. Number one, number one, you, you are correct because I was surprised Minshew was playing the way he was, they should have won that game. Third and 30? Like, come on, man. You can't even get third and 30 on Madden, let alone in real life. Like, third and 30. What are you doing? Slay was trying to pad his stats and bait him into a pick. Didn't think they would throw the ball down the field and they did. That's a game they should have won. They lost. No big deal. But I'm not making a bet when Jalen Hurts isn't playing, but all this has shown me is the way the Eagles have played without Jalen Hurts, how valuable he is. They can't win a game without him, and they haven't won a game without him. And so I also believe this game between, let, let, let's get back to what we were talking about, the Packers and the Lions, it's going to be a good game because the way Detroit has played lately, they started 1-6.
2: Detroit just got smacked by, by Carolina. This Listen, wouldn't man, be the issue. Detroit Lions
1: started one and six. Mm-hmm. They started one and six. They're eight and eight. So that means they're if I nine. if I can add correctly, they're seven and two in their last nine.
2: That's pretty finish, good. They're gonna finish eight and nine. If they oh. can't stop the Carolina Panthers run game and the Carolina Panthers offense, they don't have a chance against Green Bay.
1: Sometimes you to, just have bad games stopping the run. run. Sometimes Listen,
2: they're, going up, they're going up to Frigid Lambo 12. Got stake in the Lions, too. We know he owned the Bears. You no, know, he, he, he owns the Lions, he's just not controlling interest.
1: I want but, and I need the Lions to win this game because I know the Seahawks <laughs> are going to beat the Rams. So I need and I want the Lions to win so that.
2: You, you up 500, the Seahawks right. going. win. Right, and then the lines gonna win. So you say that'll be twenty five hundred. Then we can add another thousand on it, and then you'll be up thirty five hundred. Nah, That's nah. see, big. you're a
1: gambler. I, I don't really gamble like this. No, no, I just Fine make right. little friendly bets. But like, what
2: about a, what about a friendly five hundred? dollars
1: Say that one more time.
2: A friendly five hundred dollar bet on which game? I don't know, listen. I don't know any other language, so I got to speak. On,
1: on which game? Which game? You, which game you speaking
2: of? Rebay. Rebay and Detroit. What's the spread? I don't know. I don't, I don't want no spread straight What you
1: mean? You're the one. Half or half. You, you got the it from Packers. Logan.
2: The Packers are getting five. It's a freaky number. Um,
1: yikes. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> the Vikings. Do you see them winning a game in the playoffs?
2: Man, I see people licking their chops to play the Vikings. But what I can't say is they can't score, and they're a different football team at home. Um, you know, they just have, they go through these. It depends on what time they put this game. If they put it out at 1 p.m. Eastern, Ken Kirk going to be ready. If they put it at 4.30 Eastern, they don't got a chance. That prime Th- time this ready. is the
1: thing, though, because it, if the Eagles win Sunday, which I believe they will, they'll get, they'll get the first round by. The Niners will be the two seed. The Vikings will be the three seed. So if mm-hmm. the Vikings are the three seed, they're probably going to play the Giants. Ha- like yeah, I- so that would be the Vikings and the Giants and then the Niners would play either uh the Seahawks the Detroit Lions or Green Bay
2: yeah I mean I think the Niners would like to play the Seahawks uh I mean that would be very fitting for them but I think the Niners they gonna
1: if they play the Seahawks they're gonna beat them if they play Detroit they're gonna beat them and if they play Green Bay they're gonna beat them that's a fact
2: yeah. I don't know man that's uh- a fact the Lions was just in a dog fight with Jared Stidham. I mean, not the Lions. I'm sorry. The 49ers was just in a dog fight with Stidham. They were. They were. Uh, Stidham think,
1: played his ass off though, and that that's a he understands that offense, and he gave his receivers opportunities to make plays on 50-50 balls, and they made them.
2: Well, I tell you so many times, even the sun shines on a dog's ass. I tell you this so many times, and we we. we have these quarterbacks that come in and they have one game. I like Garrett Minshew and we crown it. We get a nice big crown from Buckingham Palace and we put it hey, on. Hey, when when Gardner
1: Minshew has started multiple games in the National Football League, Mike White had started multiple games in the National Football League prior to this year. That was Jared Stidham's first career start.
2: But he played. He played, he's, he played for uh, for the Patriots. I, that uh, was his listen, first listen, career start. Played, so for uh, him played, to play the way that he played. He played for the Patriots. And he, he, played, he played in garbage up.
1: time yeah. or somebody got hurt. His first did, career start. And he did exactly what
2: he did yesterday. Throw it to the other team.
1: Come on, man. That last interception was the left tackle we, getting his ass walked
2: back into we, the quarterback. And that and was not even, his fault. And we don't even want to talk about Mike White because I told you the Jets were right exactly where they belong, and last. Right where they belong, Oh, the, the
1: Jets, when you play musical chairs with the quarterback position, that's what happens. That's what happens,
2: that's what happens when you cut chair. your nose off to spite your face. That's what happens when, you know, you try to discipline your child, you know, and, and show favoritism to another child.
1: Let, let's stay on this. One more, one more question about the uh, Packers and Vikings. So, did you watch the game?
2: I did. Are you going to oh, go they? to this Gideon? The Gideon from uh, out here. Alexander? So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see him doing the gritty and then doing all that talking? Like, Jair is one of the best corners in the National Football League. That's a fact. He's for sure top five. Wherever you want to rank him, you rank him. But he's a top five corner in the league. Yeah. But he had help down near the whole game, Oh, They had a safety over top down near the whole game, man. You, just, hold hold just... up, hold You can't do all that, oh, I, I did this, oh, I did you had help over the top damn near the whole game, bro. and you know you had help.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, why do it, like, you had a safety over the top. If you were that confident and you felt you were that dude, man me up. Don't quick jam me. think you're doing something when you know you got a safety over the top of you.
2: Uh, That's the same thing as, like, when you do doing one-on-ones with a receiver and they, you know, they win a couple reps in an offensive drill and they'd celebrating like they won the lottery. You know, I mean, he, he did a good job. I think two men is a lot harder than people think. Um, stopping somebody from going inside when they know that you can't let them go inside just allows them to open up their toolbox. But that's just Jair Alexander, though. I mean, he's, that's just that's his personality from what I've seen. I don't know personally. But he did the same thing in Stephon Diggs. You know, he was going back and forth with Diggs, talking, and, you know, he felt like he won the best of the battle. Um, I think he's feeling himself. Their defense is playing well. He's playing well. It's just his personality. I mean, you can't I mean he, he
1: played well. It doesn't matter what scheme is implemented. As long as you perform in that scheme, you've done your job. My thing is, don't act like you locked him up one-on-one. They wasn't 1v1. If That wasn't the case because 80% of those snaps, you had help over the top so you could be extremely aggressive. And the Vikings, they didn't do a great job of Getting moving Jefferson around, getting him involved, running some crossing routes, running some option routes. Now you got Jair guessing and thinking, but he did a great job, but don't do that and act like, man, it was just me versus him. He had one catch. I crushed him. Nah, that was not the case.
2: Damn, I wish I was, man, I wish I would have took that 2,000-yard bet now, right about now.
1: I thought he was getting that. They, they, They might force it to him now. The 49ers and Raiders. Josh McDaniels, we've talked about the Raiders uh, a few times on this show. He finally benched Derek Carr, and I say finally because it seemed like he wanted to do this a long time ago, and he didn't do it. It was almost as if he was blaming Carr for the Raiders' losses, but when you're winning the majority of your games by double digits and you lose... That's a defensive problem to me. Like, that defensive coordinator and those players, that's a problem that needs to be figured out on that side of the ball. Rams, Monday Night Football. Why would you do that? Exactly, it was against the Rams. You played press coverage, 14 seconds left, no timeouts. Yes, Baker threw that, it was a dime. Why would you play press man? And then yesterday, the 49ers are on a 35, 40-yard line. You're playing off coverage, and you give up slants. Luckily, Robbie Gold missed a field goal, but, like, what are you doing? And again, yesterday, they're up 10 points, double digits, and what happened? They blew the game. They blew the game like Brock Purdy is not throwing the ball down the field, and when he did, he was throwing interceptions. The majority of Purdy's yards came on screen passes and safe throws. And the, and the Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk, and those guys and Kittle—they making plays with the ball. But what is your reaction to uh, Josh McDaniels benching uh, Derek
2: Carr? Uh, I think he's getting scapegoat. I mean, he's a scapegoat, obviously, uh, for somebody that you know. When you look at what the articles I've read and the, the comments, players they're all into it every game, and you know they've been on in the press conferences, you know showing that and crying and, I mean, I think this is the end of the road. I would have liked to see them do it, you know, like, especially when you go with the once a Raider, always a Raider, I would like to see them do it a little bit differently. Um, what I was happy to see was that they kind of let him step away and not become a distraction. But I mean, I've read some things that says all options are on the table trade, uh, uh we're coming back. He gone. No,
1: that that's not an option. That coming back is not an option at all. He's gone. 100% he's gone to the Colts, uh, the Saints. Dolphins. um, Possibly the Dolphins.
2: The Saints don't have any money.
1: Listen, he can't play for the Raiders, and I would never have said the Dolphins, but Tua is, he's just he's fragile. And yeah. so, it's scary when you get a regular tackle and just hit your head on the turf and you have a concussion. That, uh-huh. like, you, we hit our heads all the time. Yeah. And so...
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would like from having that situation. It's, it's going to be a domino effect. Um, you know, as we all know, it says Devontae Adams took less money for... Uh, Devontae took less money for the to come to the Raiders because he wanted the stability here to play with Derek his friend. And yeah, I guess he didn't want to take the contract with Green Bay because he didn't know how many years it's going to get out of hand. Hey,
1: and you know what's crazy though? O? Let him have another big game with Jared Stidham. He's going to be like, "Oh, I can get used to this." That that's what's going to happen. If, if he have another game like this this Sunday, he's going to tell himself like, "Hey, I can get used to this." Now, my my take on this is okay. I, I don't like the fact that Josh McDaniels and the Raiders bench car because Derek Carr, and I've said this on this show, has shown, he's proven. Yeah. You look at it's last like you year...
2: You, you said you don't think he's the problem.
1: He's not the problem because last year, when they had all the adversity that they had mm-hmm. with the John Gruden getting fired, the emails, and this and that, the tragedy with the Henry Rugg situation, Basaccia being the interim head coach, Derek Carr was a leader. He stepped up in that team and said, I got you. Let's go. Put the team on his back, and they made it to the playoffs. Had a hard-fought game right to the end versus the Bengals. They lose. He's shown that he can get it done when it matters at the highest of levels. Josh McDaniels has yet to show that as a head coach. As an offensive coordinator, he's got it done at the highest of levels. As a head coach, he's failed. He has not succeeded as a head coach. And he's not succeeding now with the Raiders. And you can say, oh, it's a defense. Well, you put this defense in place. You enabled this guy to do this, um, Patrick Graham. And so you have not succeeded. Now, if I just go off of yesterday, my argument may be maybe he's on to something. Talking Josh McDaniels because I like the way Stidham looked. He knew the offense. He knew where he wanted to go with the ball. He gave his receivers chance. I mean, he was throwing balls to Darren Waller. I'm like, oh, why is he throwing that? Oh, good play. Like, he gave his guys chances to make plays, and they made him.
2: He did. He had a hell of a game, but he has absolutely no pressure and absolutely no expectations. And we all know pressure, bus pipes, are builds, diamonds. Um, when you have expectations, you look at things a little bit different. He played really, really well. Derek's had that game that he's had this year.
1: This Sunday, it's going to be interesting because will the Raiders draft the quarterback or will they say, we're going to go with Stidham? That, they better that draft part the quarterback. will be
2: interesting. They better draft the quarterback, just like the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Shoot. I don't believe the Seahawks are going to draft. Seahawks, got to, they have a top five pick. The Seahawks yeah. will have a top five pick. They will not draft the quarterback. better draft Bryce Young. The Seahawks are going to draft number 88 from Georgia. That's who they're gonna draft.
2: The big uh, I think they should draft a quarterback, man.
1: I don't believe they will. I believe they'll
2: just believe in Gino. Gino. I, I, I think y'all related.
1: They're gonna give Gino. I not I've never <laughs> met Gino, bro. You sure? Yeah. What's I just the, when, when the do? guy no, plays, well, I get credit where credit is due. They're gonna give Gino right now. I'm gonna play GM. They're gonna give Gino, let's say three years, a hundred million dollar contract. That's what I give <laughs> Gino. 33 a year. That's more than fair when the top guys are making upwards of 40.
2: You know, it is. And they're going to be feeling just like the Tennessee Titans is feeling about giving Tannehill all that money.
1: Tannehill has played solid. tannehills he's played well. He's not as in, It's not as if Tannehill is underperforming in his contract. He's not. They're going to the playoffs. They're not going this year, but they've been in the playoffs. Year after year, he's been their quarterback. He's held up his end of the bargain for the most part, but what—that's what, that's what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, uh, DJ, man, I just—I wish that you was the GM when I played. I just—I held him out right of the bargain. I come to work. I don't bother nobody.
1: If if you ball out, you deserve to get paid for it.
2: Geno was uh, balled I out. I don't want—I don't want to go there. Um, I think the Raiders still should draft a quarterback. I believe competition. Um, I, I, obviously we know that Stidham um, knows the offense. He's familiar. Josh is familiar with him. I mean, and I got to look at all options if I'm the Raiders. So I got to uh, do some uh, some tampering with Tom Brady to see if he's still interested. Some legal tampering, that is. Everything um,
1: is illegal, but they're, I'm sure they're going to do that.
2: Um, and then, you know, I, I got to look at my future. But um, as a player that was a late-round draft pick, I'm happy for Stidham. Not hate on him. I'm happy for him. He came in. He embraced the Stidham challenge. Stidham was actually and, a good
1: dude, bro. I remember yeah, when I yeah. was training T. Higgins, man, uh, His agent sent him out here, and we needed a quarterback to throw to us. I just hit Stidham up like, hey, what you doing tomorrow? He was like, why, what's up? I'm like, hey, I have T. Higgins flying out here from Tennessee. Can you come meet us at this field and throw to us? What time? He came. Didn't ask what time, and he he was there. Came the whole week. Me, T. Higgins, and Jared Stidham.
2: Yeah, no, no. I mean, you can definitely tell he works at his crap. Just knowing Derek Hart personally and just getting a chance to compete against him, and I feel bad for him. You know, you never want to go out like that, but Sure, he'll bounce back and hopefully he can turn this downtime, and, you know, to something good. You know what they say, though, tough times don't last, tough people do. And sure, he'll land on his feet. Now, let me ask you this.
1: Stidham and the Raiders put up 34 points against the number one defense in the league, which is the Niners. Does that concern you? You worried about that if you're a 49er fan?
2: I, uh, no. I read some things uh, Shanahan, he was saying, man, we need to get back to this point where we're, our back's against the wall because that's where we play the best. You know, we're comfortable in. The 49ers will be ready to play uh, as long as they can. They fight, man, and you know anybody can scroll on anybody in the NFL. And teams do have bad days, like you said. And winning is the hardest part, and at this point, you know after one more week, it's going to be. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. It doesn't matter what happens as long as you win. and You know it's going to be a hell of a
1: January. Nick Bosa is he for sure? For sure, your defensive player of the year.
2: Yes, I mean this dude was kidding. Hit the chips on him last extra long. The chips on him start off as blocks and then the linemen and have been able to get you set. Nick Bosa is incredible man I just
1: yeah. wish that he didn't walk the tackle back in to sit him just to see how that game would have turned out had the Raiders been able to go down the field would they been able to hold him to a field goal would they want it in overtime I wish we could have seen it but defensive player of the year you you do defensive player of the year type things and that's what he did now before we move topics and switch topics Brock Purdy, is he surprising you, or is it he's doing, he's managing the game, doing just enough?
2: The Raiders defense is ass. Just say that. Um, he's just doing just enough. So look, it reminds me a little bit of Benchmania, as you say, when he was with uh, the Jazz. You know, this, I like I always say the second year is the hardest year. When defensive coordinators don't have a lot of film on you, me and you, always talk about this. Why do defensive coordinators just So simple against backup quarterbacks and think like, you know, we're just gonna do what we do because they can't do this And I think that once you get into the playoffs and these teams start throwing these different looks and they actually get into a game with a team with a good offense and a good defense like a Dallas Cowboys like a a Philadelphia Eagles and even like if I would be concerned if played against Aaron Rodgers and Packers just because Packers defense is good enough to contain the 49ers offense and you know Aaron Rodgers can get hot and he can become
1: You got to give Kyle Shanahan his credit. He does a really good – everybody knows we're going to run the ball and we're going to throw the ball in the middle of the field. And they still do both. I mean, you know that's where they're throwing the ball. They're going to throw the ball in the middle of the field and we're going to run the ball. And for some reason, stopping the run is one thing. But damn, make them throw the ball outside the numbers.
2: Make them throw it outside
1: the numbers. Like what's hard about
2: that? Because they get in these cut splits, yeah. And you want to walk that, and you want to walk that eighth man down to the line of scrimmage.
1: And this is what you do: if the backers are going to suck up on a run, that safety that walks down, he has to be slow to the run until he sees it.
2: But it's zone, though. So you got that gap. So if I don't get to that gap before that guy is swapping back, so think about it. It's harder than you think because I remember when he was in Washington, it was we tried to play cover three, and they're swapping. They're swapping a guy back. So on the say the X side, they're swapping the guy, the tight end back. So like they're swapping Kittle back. And if that open side safety don't walk down and get to that D gap, that they're gonna be on you for seven yards because Trent Williams is gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna walk in the zone off and then he's gonna. Climb. Okay, so
1: what's the answer? Do you, do you have to press and play man when you're in those tight splits? And now it's basically one on ones.
2: The answer is you got to continue to mix the coverages. You got to you got to guess right. You can't let them make first downs on first downs. They do an amazing job making first downs on first downs. If we're not in struggle, when they're in, and you know what's
1: crazy, O, is if you really watch games, and and I'm not specifically saying the Niners, but at times the Niners as well, the receivers pretty much tell you if it's a run or a pass. They'll tell you, like you can tell by a receiver's stance whether it's run or pass, you can tell. Like certain receivers, their back heel will be on the ground in a run play. And then when it's a pass play, they, they on the ball of their foot, their heel's off the ground. Like they're, but, get, they'll give you clues.
2: But also, remember how you said you got to walk that safety down, you got to make him slow? Yeah. On the run? But now that's f- up, that corner's crack block read. Because if, if he don't got to dive down right now to go get him, he could just, now that corner is high. And now it's no Cracker now, Right,
1: right, right. Bro, are you concerned if you're in Tua's camp? Let, let's talk about this. We know he had a concussion. He didn't play yesterday. He supposedly he's not going to play this week as well. If they make the playoffs, he will come back. Um, this is twofold. Are you concerned? And if you were in his camp or if you're Tua yourself, are you continuing to play football?
2: Uh, knowing what I know now, at Tua Tua Taulavai is my son. Um, we're gonna shut it down for the rest of the year. We're gonna do some extensive uh, treatment. Um, knowing what I know as a player and how that have affected me and my mental health and the ups and downs that has given me the, of the concussions, I'm gonna shut it down. Um, I'm gonna take my time before I come back. Uh, Tua's still under contract. Um, he's got time. Football's not going anywhere, but I'm gonna figure out my long term mental health, long term mental health. And, my long-term effects of my health psychologically and mentally of these concussions. He's very, very young. Um, concussions are very, very scary and nothing to play with. I think he should take his time before he makes a decision. But if you're two of what you're doing? I'm, not,
1: I'm done. I'm going to take some time. Take well, some time. On See, that's where we differ. Like, I, I don't like people like, oh, man, the NFL should shut him down. Why? Why should they shut him down? He's a grown man. No, but that's what I'm not
2: saying. I'm saying he should shut his, he shut himself down. Like, I don't think my thing is this,
1: there are doctors that go to school for years to tell me and advise me. You can advise me, but ultimately, I'm going to do what I want to do. If Tua wants to play, he should be allowed to play. You got all these people, all these people, they need to shut Tua down. Why? I already got a doctor
2: fired. If I'm a doctor, I don't even want to see Tua. Why, booked. Booked. why does so, Tua need to be shut I'm down? My, I'm looking at my thing and I'm saying, Tua, I'm booked. He ain't getting me fired. It's a lose-lose situation. He's clearly doing whatever he wants to do. The first time he plays, he, he obviously tells somebody he's okay. He goes back in. The second we time, he's have,
1: Like, I had plenty of concussions when I played. And am I going to f- have some effects of them later on in my life? Probably. And guess what? I'm going to deal with it. And if it takes me down a path that I don't want to go down, that's the path that I've
2: chosen. That like, sounds like, that, that literally sounds like ballistic. It does, it does. But
1: it really does. But ultimately, you and I, we both live a life because of the chances that we took playing football. Listen, and with if, these, and hold should, up. Go ahead. I wouldn't go back and change it. I would not go back and change it because if I did, what would I be doing? True, I'm taking that chance 100 out of
2: 100. If Tua walks away from this, he's gonna walk away financially fine. He's gonna make yes, the rest of that. He that. is. He's gonna be in, he's gonna be, he can probably make more money by being the model of concussions now, to be honest. I mean,
1: he should be financially fine because I believe he got over 30 million guaranteed. He should be fine. But what I mean, I'm saying got- is the shut Tua down this should be a decision that he makes himself, not others make for him because you play the game of football and there's consequences and repercussions with everything you do. And and so for for me, it's hard to tell somebody you can't play. Now, if that's my son, of course, I don't want anything to happen to my son. I'm going to tell my son you don't need to play because... I put myself through this so you don't have to. But if you want to play and you're a grown man, I can just give you advice. But ultimately, it's your decision. I I just don't believe, you know, it's a lot of people on television, oh, they need to shut Tua down. No, Tua needs to be given an opportunity to do what he wants to do because this is his livelihood. This is his body. This is him.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. But I came from the position as if it was my son or it was me, um, I don't think that you can tell a grown man to be shut down. Um, I think that of made decisions when he told the doctors how he was feeling. I think, unfortunately, some of those decisions have cost people their jobs. So as far as shutting somebody down, no, you got to let him tell you how you feel. You follow I mean, we
1: all have uh, some type of consequences some playing. I know the people that I'm close to now will straight up tell me, boy, them concussions is tearing your ass up. Your temper is crazy. And I'm like, and I don't think, I don't think it is, but this is what they tell me. Yeah. But if I could rewind the hands of time, I'm doing can. it again.
2: You are. You're crazy, though. <laughs> you so make right. me go
1: I mean, football is a fun sport. It's afforded me the life that I have now. Although many don't care for it the way it's being played now. It's safer than it's ever been. The kids see that this is now a penalty that was not a penalty when we played, and so the game is only going to get safer.
2: I mean, I agree. I don't think that
1: Tua should keep playing. I think that you know, I think that's... Tua should do what Tua wants to
2: do. You got three concussions in one year. What do you want him to do? Die?
1: We ha- well,
2: Orlando. What, what I, makes him? What well, makes him not like dying?
1: You weren't. You 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 were a corner and. At that time, corners really... Y'all weren't really up throwing you, as the coach would say. say, Put your nose in it. Listen, listen, I log
2: out of this fucking zone and keep playing with me.
1: Hey, how many tackles you make a game?
2: A lot. Almost 500 career tackles. So... What what are you talking about? What about the... Orlando,
1: when we played, we was getting concussions in practice, bro. What you talking about? We had concussions in
2: practice. I played where it was double days and it was full pads in the morning and shells in
1: the evening. Now, well, see, that's the difference in Dallas. We was full pads in the morning and full pads in the evening.
2: Hey, y'all even need, y'all, but y'all was sorry, though. Y'all needed to be full pads and fucking <laughs> walkthroughs. We, full were we were sorry.
1: We were sorry. When the last time Dallas won a playoff game, but we were sorry. Damn. I won
2: a, I won a playoff game, did you?
1: Yeah, I did y'all I mean? More than you, I've won more playoff games than you won.
2: No, oh, I'm talking about when you was in Cincinnati, bro. Don't try to.
1: Nah, I, nah. nah. You didn't. You didn't specify
2: that. No, no, no. You didn't win more. Play, whoa, whoa. You didn't win more playoff games than me. You saying anything? How many me? you win? I
1: think
2: I won three. Three. Oh, that's K- I only won three. Three in KC and uh, two or three. No, nah, Kansas Dallas.
1: City don't count for you. You won.
2: What in the? Fuck?
1: No, that don't count. I'm telling my when true. you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think in Dallas and Dallas would be Detroit. Philly. uh, All I'm saying
1: is in practice in Cincinnati, bro, we were doing Oklahoma's. I'll never forget, man, we had a tight end that we signed from Indy named Ben Utech. He got knocked out cold in practice. They stretchered him out with an ambulance in practice in training camp, bro. The ambulance came out they put him in a stretcher. For practice, that's how hard we was practicing, bruh.
2: Yeah, but this started from before that. Uh, you know, I played at mid Major, where we was already fighting for respect. We did live tackling drills with uh, Coach Peterson. Called him up. what do we call him? I think we called him the Bronco Drill. So it was a it was a lineman, D lineman, O lineman, linebacker, tight end, and they lined up like on the line of scrimmage, and it was like it was almost like an Oklahoma. And then five yards apart, you had to backpedal, and you had to meet the receiver for a stock blocking drill, then you had to tackle the runner. So This started from before the NFL. NFL was a little bit easier than Boise State practice for me.
1: Nah, not not for me. I mean Marvin, he he didn't play, bro. We was start playing football until he was like nineteen. Yeah, I I mean that's what I'm saying. Everything I had, come, me came literally (laughs) came from the league. Yeah, you're right. I started playing at seventeen,
2: but but. It like was not you wasn't in like junior college and he, was, he told no, me you was like I
1: played my my last year like after the last time you got locked
2: up at the Long Beach jail you decided that you needed a change. Right? That's the last time you ever been locked up in life. Yeah. Yep,
1: that's it. <laughs> Once I got locked up in Long Beach never was locked up again. Show you damn right that's jail is not a place for me.
2: But no. you're not even locked up in, on the field.
1: No, I never got locked up on the field. Anytime (laughs) that somebody thought they locked me up, it was my mistake. It was not them. (laughs) Always, always, always. But the tour thing, I I hope, number one, he can do what's best for him. But if it's me, I'm rolling the dice, bro. I'm getting out there and I'm playing. And that's, that's how I feel. So the Ravens, they've done pretty well without uh, Lamar. If you're Lamar Jackson or you're in his corner, his camp, you part of his inner circle, Um, are you coming back to play this year? Are you playing this last game against the Bengals?
2: Man, I ain't even sure. I I don't know, man. I don't don't know what's going on with Lamar. I don't know if this is becoming a situation of uh, if it's me or you. I don't know.
1: So... Obviously, uh, as a sprained yeah, knee, the severity like, of it, we don't know. Yeah. But you don't have a contract. They're probably going They pick up the fifth-year option.
2: He's in the fifth-year option right
1: now, please No. Yeah, right, he is. Right? Okay, franchise. they're going to franchise him. They're going to franchise him. Now, every quarterback in his draft class that has played well, yeah. they've received a new deal.
2: I mean, do you want I mean, to be that? There's not, not
1: many of them, but... Josh Allen has received a deal. Josh Allen hasn't been an MVP like Lamar has. And whether you like Lamar's style of play or not, all you want is one thing results. And he gets you those. He gets results.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think he deserves to be paid if you want him. I mean, I was, I was listening to something. It's like, how long does it take to transition this offense back to a new quarterback? I mean, uh, but they're averaging eighteen points without him. They're averaging twenty-eight points with him. That's a ten-point difference. It's a you know lot. But I mean, his 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 health and durability obviously is a big deal when you're paying that type of money, and you know that's a that's a big decision that DaCosta's going to have to make. And you know, better him than me.
1: What you giving him if 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 you uh, DaCosta, the GM, what you paying Lamar?
2: He won't, I don't know. I mean, I'm tell you, what he wants. He wants to be up there in the top three quarterbacks, and he wants a fully guaranteed contract just because of his usage, what he means to the team.
1: You giving it to him?
2: I mean, I have to. If he's my guy, I got to.
1: To me, that's the holdup. It's not, I don't believe they don't want Lamar. I believe they want Lamar. They just don't want Lamar at a fully guaranteed contract. Now, if it's a four-year deal, why not fully guarantee it? You're not releasing Lamar within four years. You're not going to release him.
2: This is the issue. Now you're into the point where you have to franchise tag him. So any contract where it is fully guaranteed starts with whatever the new, the the two year payout starts with whatever the new, whatever the next two years of franchise tag are. So whatever it is plus 110. I don't
1: care about the franchise tag if I'm Lamar. I don't care about any of that because all I care about is if my contract is fully guaranteed. The sticking point is the years. Because are missing what I'm
2: saying. It went over your head. It zoomed over that. Point no, it said. didn't
1: go over my head. You're talking to two years, and what would he make in two years if they franchise him two years in a row? But that doesn't matter mind. because Lamar wants a fully guaranteed contract, so he's not worried about two years. He's worried but, about four or five, whatever length of the years listen, on a contract.
2: But, but listen, the first two years, if it's fifty and fifty, if it's fifty and fifty-three, that's one hundred three. So that's a fifty. One and a half, you know, 51 and a half a year. So now that's what we're starting at. So now you're, what, is, what, what are you giving them? What, what are you giving them? Give them a 50 million, a year? Give them a, this is million what, a
1: year? This is what the going rate for quarterbacks is. Aaron Rodgers is making 50 million a year. Aaron Rodgers is making that. And so you give Lamar Jackson a four year, $200 million contract and you guarantee it. Deshaun Watson is at five years, I believe, 230,
2: so... That's a, that's a, that's a huge deal. That, that, but it's a horrible.
1: five-year deal, whereas Lamar's will be... Lamar's not... You can play Lamar's style of play four more years. He, he won't even be 30 years old. You can play this way.
2: Lamar, Lamar's been hurt the last two years, and when he has been hurt, been hurt the Ravens have went to shits.
1: And, and that's why they need him. So if I'm Lamar... Am I going to play this year? Yeah, I'm going to play because he seems like the type that likes and loves football. But after this year, I got to draw a line in the sand because you're not just going to keep running me and I have no security beyond this year. And I think that's why he's hesitant to come back if he's not at a hundred percent because look, look back in the day with uh, some years ago with RG3. He hurts his knee, he comes back, and I believe they were playing the Ravens. And boom, tears his knee, he's done. He was never the same. And obviously, he was young, he hadn't played and had the success that Lamar Jackson has had, even though he was a rookie of the year. But when you're a running quarterback, you got to make sure you're 100%, four years fully guaranteed. They don't want to do that, you know? It's a collusion, even though it's not spoken of. But that, thats what I would do. The Ravens aren't going to guarantee his contract because the other owners—they don't want to walk down that slope of guaranteeing these quarterbacks' contracts. Because then it's going to become, oh well, this player is really important to our team. He may not be a quarterback. He wants his contract guaranteed, so they—they they don't want to open Pandora's box when it comes to that. At least that's my opinion. I
2: don't believe this style of play is sustainable. Um, it was easy to give Patrick Mahomes forty-five million dollars a year guaranteed because he won the Super Bowl. Um, it was justified. Uh, it was justified to give to Deshaun Watson that contract because you weren't going to get anybody to come to Cleveland. And you obviously have had a horrible, Yeah, they, horrible they had
1: to guarantee Deshaun Watson's contract because they wanted a quarterback in Cleveland. This, I'm just going off his draft class. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson are the best two quarterbacks of that class. Josh Allen signed a contract. Lamar Jackson has it. Many will say Josh Allen is a better quarterback. Lamar Jackson's been the MVP. And, and so the divide is you people will say he's a better quarterback, but he hasn't accomplished what have I accomplished. He has not accomplished what I've accomplished. He hasn't been the MVP. Um, and if you talk in playoffs, it's about what and what. It, it, it really is. Yeah, Buffalo should have beat Kansas City, but they didn't. So when you talk playoffs, we're pulling hairs. One thing about the Ravens, and I'll miss some of these guys, but just do your research. If you're a first-round pick for the Ravens, they are going to re-sign you. Marlon Humphrey, you're getting re-signed. They would have re-signed Hollywood Brown, but he wanted out. Jimmy Smith, you just go back to all the guys that they have drafted in the first round. It don't even have to be first round. If you're drafted by the Ravens and you're a good player, they're giving you a second contract. They are not letting you go.
2: But you name a second contract, yeah, that doesn't mean they're going to make you the highest paid player that's in the league and do something that's unprecedented.
1: You are 100% correct about that. But the nature of the position, the quarterback position, it's never who's the best. It's always who's next. Because if you're saying who's the best, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, nobody's going to surpass that. And you can say Aaron Rodgers, but the age, nobody's going to surpass those two. So it's never who's the best. It's always who's up next. That's how they've been doing it at the quarterback position for years. No other position does that but quarterbacks. Quarterback is so I'm next. I'm going to surpass this one. It's always been that way. And so because he's next... He should surpass whomever is the highest paid. And then who's next after him, which would be Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow will surpass him. And then who's after them? Oh, Trevor Lawrence will surpass them.
2: That's how it goes. All of these guys that you're talking about that's getting paid, they all have a different style of football than Lamar Jackson. They all have a different style.
1: There's only one word. Results.
2: They don't have any results. They've got like one playoff win with Lamar Jackson.
1: One, results they win with them they lose without him. one playoff win with him they win with him and they lose without the, him the
2: rams went to the super bowl with jared goff and they got rid of him
1: man the rams have a great system of in the best defensive player we we've seen
2: yeah yeah i mean i agree with that but but you know i'm not jeopardizing the, the state of my franchise for somebody that you're so then to you're to willing to start over then so basically, let's the start over. No, i why they really want to start over? Because everybody there has been there a long time and has extreme And start
1: over in that division if you want to with Joe Burrow, with the way Cleveland plays defense, and with Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. Start over if you
2: want to. Who just started over? Who started over right now? And they're talking about their coaching. Harbaugh's every bit the coach of Mike Tomlin. Every bit. Oh, 100% he is. Oh, and they started over when they moved on from Flacco and went unprecedented with Lamar Jackson. My brain got stuck. So, you know, the Steelers had to start over. The Bengals had to start over. Like, you got, that's just the nature of the business.
1: But you got to understand Baltimore is a winning franchise. They, that's what they win. The Steelers are a winning franchise. They win. So, the Bengals didn't start over, they were starting. I mean,
2: but the, the Baltimore it's Huge Bengals difference. Was-
1: now, How the Bengals it? now consistently, we here, we, we here. But before that, no, it was, ah, we're good. Oh, we're average. Oh, we're good. We're average. Baltimore and Pittsburgh have consistently been good. Now, the last couple years with Big Ben, even though they made the playoffs last year, that, that wasn't the Steelers. But they've consistently been good. You get rid of Lamar, you truly have to start over. And this is, the Ravens are always in the playoffs. Are you – how many franchise quarterbacks are drafted at the bottom half of the first round, second round? There are not
2: many. So when I say start over, you're starting over. There's some guys out there. There's some bridge guys out there. that would
1: be fine. Enjoy your family. Enjoy Vegas. Uh, airing it out. Fubo Sports Network, man. We'll see y'all next week. Hopefully Orlando will be right here.